Hi, friends, and welcome to the most low-key of all extravaganzas. Uh, I'm Jared. This is Pockets Full of Soup, and I'm wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. So I thought about, you know, since this show's mostly about saying thanks, what would be the best ways to do that, and uh, came up with a few things, some questions that I asked. So a lot of what's going to make up this show is reader mail from uh uh, you guys, uh, the community that makes Pockets Full of Soup possible every week. We asked you about your Thanksgiving memories, Thanksgiving overseas, about some stories you wanted to share, and I hope you enjoy hearing that collection, which I'm going to read here in a minute. Uh, but first, uh, I want to remind you about something very important at this time of year when we're all stuffing ourselves with turkey and uh, cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes and all those other delicious things. It is, after all, pockets full of soup. Uh, I've told you the story before that uh, the show comes from putting hot soup in my pockets one day when I was living in Japan. But this uh, unlabeled, uh, ubiquitous can of soup, I think this is uh, lentil underneath here probably, is a reminder that at this time of year and at all times of year, uh, a lot of people are hungry. Uh, food insecurity is a real issue in the world we live in. And it's an issue on Thanksgiving, and it's an issue every other day of the year, uh, something that a lot of people have to live with. Uh, people go to bed hungry. People wake up not knowing where the next meal is coming from or if they're going to get it. And that's a huge, uh, huge difficulty in our world. Uh, so, you know, Angie and I are uh, going to give food this year to a uh, local food bank and pantry. And... I encourage you to do the same. And you know what? It's Thanksgiving Day, and you're like, well, we've already given food away. You know what? The need has not disappeared with the holiday. So uh, if you have a chance, uh, go out, uh, look at what your pantry needs. Uh, a lot of them will be able to publish lists, very often high-protein items, you know, things like peanut butter or, or canned meat or fish or things like that are in high demand, canned vegetables. I mean, give what you can give. Uh, uh, but in addition to cleaning out the uh, capers in the back of your uh, cabinet, uh, it's always a good idea, if possible, to look for the things that we know the food banks need. So, yeah, just a, just a reminder. Uh, it's something we're going to do, and it's something, if you have the chance, that I hope you can do as well uh, for your neighborhood. Because no matter what your political perspectives or where you come from, I think we can all identify with the value of feeding our neighbor uh, and the intrinsic importance and civility of that act. Everybody, it's Thanksgiving, and I thought, what better way to celebrate that day than by giving thanks? And so uh, I've gathered just some stuff here from the uh, Pocketsville Soup community, folks in the Facebook group, folks in Twitter, and uh, uh, people who have emailed us at mail at pocketsfulofsoup.com. And I've gathered a few things for you that I'd like to share. This is kind of a community mailbag to celebrate the holiday. So first off, uh, I asked people about their Thanksgiving follies and mishaps. You see, I have this marvelous turkey recipe. I make the best oven roasted turkey on the face of the planet Earth. I've never had better, and I like turkey and eat a lot of it. I have mastered the craft of perfectly preparing the most poignantly delicious and mm, just perfect poultry. And uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I will also consume other lesser turkeys. But anyway, part of the process of making my perfect turkey tends to involve setting our oven on fire. I've set our kitchen on fire at least three times in the course of 15 years of marriage, uh, maybe more. I can only count three. Uh, and uh, very often the, the turkey comes out of the off oven with a little, you know, uh, extra basting of baking soda I've had to throw on to uh, stop the flames. But I asked other people about their Thanksgiving follies or mishaps, and I got a few stories. I want to share some here with you. 
from Amanda McGuire, who's a friend of mine. One of my cousins always makes an amazing bread pudding with a whiskey sauce for dessert. Oh, I love whiskey sauce. It's so delicious. Oh, the sauce is delicious, but the same color and consistency as turkey gravy. I think I see where this is going. Every year without fail, someone mixes up the two and gets a big mouthful of turkey with whiskey sauce every single year. Turkey with whiskey sauce? You know what? I'll, I'll take a little uh, take a little turkey in my whiskey. I'll, you know, a little wild turkey in my turkey. I don't know. Or turkey in my wild turkey. How's that work? Scratch that reverse at Willy Wonka style. Anyway, sounds absolutely scrumptious and a little weird. I once drank some turkey-flavored soda. I did that at church once, actually. Yeah, it was for a... Uh, I guess sermon illustration, but I found this Jones soda that was turkey flavored. They had stuffing flavored, and I think they had split pea soup flavored soda. I'll tell you what, that was weird. Uh, Steve, oh man, Stevie, you're going to forgive me. Stevie Zerziga, I think I got that right. Probably not. In 2006, my uncle and his kids stayed the week with my family and ate pre cooked sides the day before thanksgiving well there went that uh the sides were gone but the turkey remained and while i love the mashed potatoes and i love the cranberry sauce especially canned big fan of canned cranberry sauce and while i love all the other wonderful things like a nice you know minced turnip and 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 carrot uh a mash with a little butter and some salt pepper mm-hmm. so good man talk about food a lot here you can tell i'm dieting um while i love all that somebody eating all the uh all the sides the day before well at least you had the turkey left Jake Cochran says, Thanksgiving is one of the things I miss about being in Australia. Enjoy your turkey day, everyone. Ah, he's in Australia. No turkey for him. We're going to get to that, actually. Some international stories. Dan Kinney says, not exactly a mishap, but in 2013, my 21st birthday fell on Thanksgiving, and it was also the eighth night of Hanukkah, which apparently is super rare. So it was a pretty special day. So actually, that turned out pretty cool because you got turkey, and then you got a Hanukkah present, and then you got to celebrate the Festival of Lights, and kind of one of the really cool miracle stories of Jewish tradition. So that's uh, that's actually pretty nifty. Yeah, Hanukkah's neat. I, uh, I I really think Hanukkah's just a cool holiday. I grew up in, in Washington, D.C., and uh, there was a fairly large and, and active Jewish community in my neighborhood. And so in elementary school, we would play Hanukkah games and sing Hanukkah songs and learn all kinds of neat stuff, and I really liked it. So from Tristan Shelton, last year we had Thanksgiving at my uncle's place. Our cousins came. They have a different political view than my dad, and it made for uh, a very interesting, actually it says infesting, but I think they mean interesting, Thanksgiving. Might have been infesting. Yeah, politics at the Thanksgiving table, that can be a lot of fun. I have political perspectives, strong political perspectives. Uh, But uh, today, on this day of Thanksgiving, uh, whatever your perspectives may be, I still wish you uh, all the best. Uh, Unless you're really, really mean, in which case, stop being mean, please. Jonathan M. Barton. A couple of years ago, I volunteered to help the homeless in the morning with my wife. The major reason we did it is because we were not loca- uh, located close to any of our family because of military life. There were no issues, though. Then we went and aided a local... Oh, dear. There was a Seymour at the end of that. Then we went and aided a local... And I printed this out and did not expand that. Jonathan M. Barton. I'm pretty sure there's a pretty good story down there, but unfortunately it is not on my page here so i'm not going to get to read the rest of it out loud i'm wondering what happened when you ate at the local i'm guessing that's local restaurant i guess that could be you know local ringside seating at the wwe event or that could be uh, a local oh i don't know a local rodeo perhaps 
that was probably a really great story, and, and I messed up by not knowing how to print things. So, uh, Jonathan, whatever that story was, I hope the Follies didn't turn out too badly. And really cool for you to go and uh, volunteer to help the homeless in the morning there. Uh, there's a lot of volunteer opportunities in our communities, and, um, well, we can talk about that on this episode uh, maybe in a little bit. Damien Coder says, traveling away from home to spend Thanksgiving with my family, this means I have to leave my cat for this holiday. She loves dark meat turkey. That's a smart cat. So my wife and I are making a small Thanksgiving meal for her to enjoy before we leave. We bought a half turkey, potatoes, and gravy. What's better than one Thanksgiving? Two Thanksgivings. That's right. So yeah, if you want to make extra Thanksgiving for your cat, that's okay for several different reasons, not the least of which because... You get to eat Thanksgiving along with the kitty. Yum, yum. And by the way, dark meat. I mean, there ain't no no part of a turkey I don't want to eat. They're all good. But dark meat, that's that's the best part. Especially if you do it right. You get soaked down there in the butter and the garlic. And Oh, man. I'm, wow, I'm talking about food a lot today. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for turkey. That's what I'm thankful for. Let's uh, talk about a few things here. Some folks sharing their stories of international Thanksgivings. You know, here's the thing. Uh, Thanksgiving on uh, the fourth Thursday in uh, November, that's an American thing. Other countries have Thanksgiving days on different times. Some countries don't have Thanksgiving days. So for you and I here in the United States, if you're watching in the United States, it's a national holiday. But for many people, it's another, another day of the week. And I asked, what are these folks up to? Uh, I asked, hey, people from around the world, what are you doing on this day that the rest of us are eating turkey? What are you up to? Tell us about your story. So here's a few things people shared. Uh, first, my buddy Chris Abbott cheated and said, not international, but since there's a country between us, my Thursday will be very ordinary. Chris and I like to spend Thanksgiving together, he and his girlfriend, Erica, and my wife. And this year, we're not going to get to do it, and I'm real, real sad about it. Uh, although I'm spending Thanksgiving with a lovely family that I really, really uh, enjoy and appreciate being with. Always miss Chris on Thanksgiving. So uh, thanks, Chris. But you're not international, so it doesn't count. New Hampshire, not a foreign country. Um, so uh, Lawrence uh, says here, it's my day off. I'm going to go on a five-mile run at 6 a.m., then play video games and watch TV. Lawrence, I approve of two of those three activities. The video games and the TV sound great. The five-mile run even sounds great. It's the 6 a.m. that I'm questioning the logic of. I mean, that's a fine hour for, you know, sleeping. Very few other things. Perhaps playing video games or watching TV. But uh, running five miles, I, I don't know, man. On the other hand, again, all that talk about Turkey, perhaps I could use that. From... Uh, Steady, we have I'll Be Recovering with a full-on kindergarten concert for my two eldest kids. Kindergarten concert. I'll, I'll be recovering from a full-on kindergarten concert for my two eldest kids. Oh, okay. A hashtag I'd rather play Watch Talks too. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, so, um, kindergarten concerts. You know, I've been to a few of those. Uh, I taught kindergarten in Japan for a while. And uh, kindergarten concerts kind of one of the best but sometimes more trying experiences in life uh, hurting a, a bunch of five-year-olds and trying to get them to walk in formation and sing the same song and not cry or you know explode or hurl knives at you is is a bit of a trial uh that's a really interesting way you're going to be spending the day uh let's see what else do we have here uh we have Lee, who will be working his postman job and having a few beers uh watching the footy the footy, which he kindly and helpfully 
uh, also added at the end, soccer, in all caps for, for the Americans. The footy. The footy, to me, as an American, sounds like something like an article of comfortable evening clothing that you put on with your pajamas on on your to, over your toes and you know, I got I got on my I got on my PJs and I got on my I put on my footy um but uh yeah uh, having a few beers and watching the footy that's a good way to spend a day oh another kindergarten one from Jake uh, I'll just be teaching kindergarten as usual here in Tokyo Japan hey whoa uh, also getting a tourist vi- visa for China to go to Shanghai Disneyland that's cool okay I've never been to Shanghai Disneyland, though I have taught, taught uh, kindergartners in, in Japan. This, he's teaching in Tokyo. So uh, I wonder what that's like. I taught in rural Japan, which is kind of a different uh, different ball game. I, I wonder what it was like. There. Man, Japanese kindergarten celebrations were awesome. I I, I was kind of a human jungle gym for, for my uh, kindergartners because, you know, speaking broadly, Japanese men tend not to be as tall as I am. They tend not to be as bald as I am. They tend not to have beards. And they tend not to be as rotund as I am. So I was kind of the tallest, baldest, beardedest, hairiest on the face, plumpest thing uh, that many of them had ever seen in real life. And uh, I, I was regarded at first as an object of terror and then almost immediately after as something very roly-poly. Uh, and I spent a lot of time having uh, Japanese kindergartens jumping on top of my neck. But it was a, it was a... It was a fun job. I liked it. From uh, Malcolm, uh, breaking out Wii U and playing Mario Kart till morning. Um, uh, that's Thursday plans from Sudan. Whoa, that rhymes. And that's Thursday plans from Sudan. For the Sudan, so you're going to be playing Wii U and Mario Kart till morning on Thursday in the Sudan. That's a good life. All right, that's awesome. Uh, from Laura. I'm getting married. Oh, congratulations, Laura Fagan. I'm getting married to Splinterific. Though in Ireland, we don't have Thanksgiving, but we're certainly thankful. Congratulations, Laura. You're getting married. Married on a Thursday. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Congratulations on your wedding. That's great. Uh, For Mark, I'm actually doing Thanksgiving dinner around the parents because they're all English, but they like a themed dinner. So I'm guessing the impression here that maybe Mark is American and he has an English family and they like a themed dinner, so they're going to do the... Uh, American Thanksgiving. That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, Ali says, I'm taking a course and I'll have my exam on Thursday. Ali, best of luck. Uh, I'm thinking of you right now, though, depending on how time zones work, you're either ahead of me in time or behind. I'm not sure which. So either I'm wishing you luck and it's too late or I'm wishing you luck well in advance. I don't pretend to understand time zones. They are a mystery. Uh, From Bo or Bew, I think it's Bo. My Friday work deal will be commencing as you begin your Thanksgiving dinner. So you're going to work. I'm sorry, Bo. I'm really unhappy to hear that you have to go to work. Juan says, I dislike Thanksgiving, not for its message, but its history. Uh, So I'll spend my time. uh, I'll also spend my time studying for exams. So not for the message, but the history. One, I I definitely understand the the perspective there. I uh, I like Thanksgiving uh, for its uh, for its delicious uh, food and for family stuff and for uh, for some of the the thematic parts like you said the message parts is kind of bad but yeah let's uh that history that's a fun one learn more about that there's a lot to be learned uh, about that period of time i'm actually reading a fascinating book about that right now uh about that time period in america uh, called the barbarous years if you're into history that's a that's an interesting piece of work um, but it's all about that period of, uh, of uh, American history during uh, early colonialism in the 1600s and the effect that that had both on 
the colonists and the uh, native cultures that existed here prior to the arrival. Um, not light reading, uh, but extraordinarily informative. Now, moving on, Jonathan says, I'm working a 12-hour shift from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh, that's a one to 12 hours and then overnight. I drive a big white truck with red and white flashing lights and a loud siren. Never mind. Uh, that's a long shift and it's overnight, but you get to drive a big, uh, big white truck with red and white flashing lights and a loud siren. And that sounds pretty cool to me. Also, it sounds like you're out saving lives. So that's pretty great. Uh, people in a big white truck with red and white flashing lights and a loud siren. Uh, saved my wife's life a couple of years ago, so I like them a lot. Uh, Kevin, uh, Thursday is the Apprentice Night in the UK. We watch Lord Sugar, uh, <laughs> uh, as uh, as the uh, the goes, quote, kick ass and chew bubblegum, end quote. And he's all out of gum. Um, I don't know what's going on on The Apprentice in the UK. I don't pretend to watch UK Apprentice. I am not sure who Lord Sugar is, but he's apparently following uh, the lead of uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and uh, in the marvelous John Carpenter film, uh, They Live. And I mean, you know, but kind of, a well, just go watch They Live. I can't speak to The Apprentice. Uh, George says he's serving the masses in the build-up to Christmas and hoping customers remember their manners. Ah, yes, retail at the holidays. I've done that. I think many of you out there are probably doing that right now. That's fun, ain't it? Um, yeah, best of luck, George. Uh, from Paul, uh, Thanksgiving was a month ago for me. I'll be working and I'll be playing Pokemon Sun. Oh, that sounds like a great day. Yeah, Paul, I'm assuming that's Canada. Uh, I don't know when Canadian Thanksgiving is, but that sounds convenient. So sure, why not? If I'm wrong about that, please correct me. Chris says, I'm from the UK. Do you guys have turkey on Thanksgiving and Christmas Day? I'm assuming he's asking both. Turkey on Thanksgiving is the traditional meal. Some people do go for a ham or, or, or some other staple of food. Uh, Angie and I did lasagna one year. Uh, and our Japanese Thanksgivings, we were very creative. We came up with all kinds of things. Um, Christmas is is more of an open book. It entirely depends on the family. Some people don't even bother with a fancy Christmas dinner. Uh, some people do turkey. Some people do ham. Some people do goose. Uh, some people do chicken. Um, you know, when I lived in, again, it seems like half my story started with when I lived in Japan, but I was delighted to discover that someone in marketing in Japan has, uh, has informed the population there that uh, Americans all eat chicken on Christmas, uh, especially Kentucky Fried Chicken, and that so should they, and there are giant Kentucky Fried Chicken Christmas-themed sales there that uh, are, are an emulation of a tradition that I've never really encountered here in the States, but uh, uh, that's the power of marketing. Um, Mark says, for me, this Thursday is just like every other Thursday. It's pub quiz and my team are the reigning champions. I'm very jealous of people who are good at, uh, at pub quizzes, uh, folks that are able to pull that off. Uh, oh, uh, Xavier Cinnamon Tremblay, who's a great friend of the show and has been our Patreon producer at times, uh, asked what the team name is, but I don't see, um, I don't see an answer for that, uh, in the thread here. Uh, Alex says, I'll be flying into New York from Toronto. Uh, I'm an Australian on a North American trip. I need some good dinner ideas. Flying into New York and needing some good dinner ideas. Guys, um, I've been to New York, spent some time there, uh, but I am not familiar with the city uh, the way that Alec probably requires. So if you're watching right now, he's uh, uh, at, a, at Alec, A-L-E-C, Collier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R. So A-L-E-C-C-O-L-L-I-E-R. 
L-L-I-E-R. Uh, tweet at him if you got any suggestions for places to eat in New York on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, then we've got, uh, let's see. Oh, I am trying. Let's see. This is from Kez. Um, your name is out in the UK, and me and my brother are off to the cinema to watch. He's stoked. Okay, so I'm going to go see a movie. Um, let's see. Uh, this is Ali Stoops, a uh, different Ali here, who says, Thursday, 9 to 5, work as a data scientist, then food, followed by 6 at a side of football, that's soccer, with friends. Uh, so a lot of soccer going on Thursday. Thursday and soccer go together in the world. Maybe Thursday and every day. I'm not really sure. I'm really enjoying finding out all these different things about people. Uh, Rickles says here that he's celebrating Ricksgiving. Uh, hashtag Ricksgiving. I essentially co-opt American Thanksgiving and celebrate myself by lazing around all day eating. It's the summer of George. I approve. I approve of the summer of George in, in all situations. From Josh, uh, I'll work the annual Thanksgiving feast at the Disneyland Hotel. Wow. Uh, Josh, you have my sympathy and my prayers. <laughs> Good luck, friend. Uh, let me know how it turns out, because that's some work. Tall Dave uh, says to us, he'll work from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., then I'll meet a friend from lunch, and then it'll be followed by Skyrim. Yeah, that's a good day. Uh, Abraham uh, says that my family cooks a turkey in a spicy tomato sauce. Uh, birria, I believe it says, and makes tacos out of it. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Birria? I don't know. I've never had... Uh, if I've had birria sauce, I don't know it by the name. Ta oh, that sounds really good. The spicy tomato turkey tacos? Yeah. Okay. Let's... Can I come over? Um, Pete says, I take my son to school, and then I hang out with my daughter. Uh, grocery shopping, bagels, and then home for Lego. Just don't step on the Legos. Have a good time. Don't step on the Legos. That sounds like a good day. Oh, look at Xavier again. Xavier saint Amand Tremblay uh, says... Uh, Thanksgiving's in October for me, but nobody cares around here. So I'll get a day off and I won't remember why until November. That's kind of funny. Um, I'll stay outside in a semi-vegetative state all day, complaining about having stuff to do on Wednesday. Uh, Broken Harbor says, uh, here in Canada, I'm working. After that, I'm doing more research uh, for a trip to Tokyo. Uh, then trying to find a deal on a new camera. Enjoy that trip to Tokyo. It's a heck of a city. There's a lot to see, a lot to do. Try to get off the beaten path a little bit. I mean, hit all the main stuff, but you know, get uh, do some exploring. Get get out there and uh, hit some uh, expat forums. Learn about places off the uh, off uh, the kind of tourist route right now, and also some of the stuff that's trendy. I know everybody goes to Golden Guy right now, and I get that, but. You know, there's a lot out there besides that. That's kind of the 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 flavor of the week for uh, Japanese tourism right now. But uh, do some do some exploring. There's a lot to see. Tokyo is my favorite city on the planet Earth. I pretty much always want to be there. Uh, here we have uh, from Dave in Canada. We have many expatriate Americans. We go to their houses and celebrate Thanksgiving once more because turkey. Dave, that is the wisest thing anyone has ever said. Anthony. Uh, says, I drop my little girl off at school, go to work. I don't have time to take all my breaks, so I come home with my family. Uh, I eat, I watch TV, and I sleep. Sounds like a day. And Cameron says, I take American Thanksgiving off work every year and watch football all day. So thanks for the extra holiday, America. You're welcome, world. Every now and then, we still get it right. All right, uh, so there's that one. Now, uh, on Pockets Full of Soup, people can write in and offer uh, their thanks for somebody in their lives that's made a difference. And it's been a while since we've read a lot of these. So 
I've got some I want to share with you. These are uh, letters that we've gotten into mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. Also to our Twitter account. And I'm going to share some of these with you. By the way, I I hope uh, this whole me just talking to the mic part of this works for you. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I don't do this very often. I generally try to keep the focus on our guests. But today I'm trying to keep the focus on our thanks. So uh, here are some thank yous. From Isabel Lou. Thank you to my high school art teacher, Mr. Cozart. You taught me more than just painting and drawing, but how to appreciate the craft and hard work of every artist. Even though I did not pursue art, the things I learned in your classroom will stick with me forever. Oh, thank you, Isabel. It's a great story. By the way, um, speaking of art, if you haven't checked out Happy D Artists episode from earlier this week on Pockets Full of Soup, it is one of the best interviews we've done. Uh, she really has terrific stories uh, i don't know if you're into art or not it doesn't really matter happy so engaging that you should watch and listen anyway uh, i really recommend that one i hope you enjoy it um stories about immigrating from beijing china to chattanooga tennessee there's a jump uh stories about uh, leaving a career in technology to become a professional artist and stories about her mom who's just really really cool uh so also there's michael jackson stuff in there anyway check those out eric lansing says i'm thankful for my grandmother at the age of two, I lost my mother to a horrible disease. With my father living in Italy and unable to care for me, my grandparents, now my de facto parents, took it upon themselves to care for a now lost two-year-old child. I'm thankful for the fact that in her darkest hour, after losing her own daughter, my grandmother had the strength and unconditional love to take care of me. I'm thankful that she, together with my grandfather, once again took it upon herself to become a mother of a young child, whilst at the same time trying to handle the immense tragedy in her own life. I'm now a grown 23-year-old man, months away from an engineering degree in chemical science. I'm convinced that I would not have been here where I am today if it weren't for my grandparents and especially for my grandmother. I love you, Mom, and I'm so thankful that you took it upon yourself to take me in and love me as one of your own. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you, Eric. Uh, from Mickey. Hi, Jared. I'd love to give thanks to my wife, Susan, who had to drop her studies and career to take care of our baby boy with autism. She's just the best woman ever. Your show helps me a lot. Thanks for making it. Seaman S4. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce that or not. I mean, it could be commands for, for all I know, but I'm going to say Seaman S4. I'm thankful for my new cats. A stray mom cat and her five kittens showed up on our front steps three months after we brought our home. We kept mom and two of the kittens and found homes for the rest. It's been such a satisfying and humbling experience for a couple that never thought we'd have pets. That's a really cool story. Thank you, Seamans4, or Commands4, or however it goes. I'm not making fun of your name. I just like putting letters together in strange combinations, you know? Oh, this one's from Alana Pierce. Hey, we know her. Uh, she's a friend from work. Uh, Alana says, I want to thank my Labrador, Chelsea, for sharing her undying happiness with everyone she meets. All right, that's pretty spectacular. I would love to meet Chelsea someday. Uh, Alana, if you can please arrange uh, transport to the Fair Nation of Australia, uh, I would really like to meet Chelsea as well uh, because she sounds pretty uh, bodacious. Um, Pear Schneider from IGN. Oh, he says, I'd like to thank you. Uh, nah, yeah, Pear is too good to me. Um, Pear from IGN is one of the nicest. So people are nice and then people are kind. And then sometimes people in a very humble and inauspicious way take it upon themselves to make your life better in almost indescribable ways. Thanks, Pear. 
this is Red Sloon Ninja. Um, oh, he's just saying, uh, man, the IGN family always gives me the feels. Yeah, me, me too. Hey, uh, this is from JJ, Jake James. I uh, just wanted to say uh, thank you to my dude Juan. Uh, send thanks his way for being the best wingman and good friend that a guy can have. Hey, Jake James, good to talk to you, too. That's an old friend of mine. Hey, Franklin Sizemore, big friend of the show. Franklin's going to be on one of our episodes here eventually. Um, let's see. <laughs> says, I'd like to thank to thank uh, the president uh, for the hashtag thanks Obama. <laughs> Uh, let's see from uh, retro Satan. Uh, I'd like to thank my supporting wife. Six years strong. Uh, love you and thankful for you each and every day. Six years and congratulations. Uh, thank you, retro Satan um, from uh, anxiety reigns. Uh, oh, I want to thank the entire game scoop crew. Oh, that's an IGN thing again. Uh, part of my weekly routine for years. Fine. Young men. I think they're pretty fine too. Um, uh, Pat wants to thank, um, Oh, he wants to thank, uh, <laughs> Pat wants to thank Blizzard for making Overwatch. Okay, yeah, great. Um, I, I get that. Makes sense. Thanks, Pat. Um, oh, uh, Mike says, thank you, Jared. You rock, man. Thank you, Mike, for watching, listening at all, and et cetera. Uh, uh, Gaming for Fun says, I'd like to thank the doctors, nurses, and surgeons who are putting me back together slowly following my car crash. I know a little bit about that. Um, yeah, gaming for fun. Uh, write in to mail at pocketsfullsoup.com. Tell me it's you. Let's talk. I know a lot about that part of life. Um, I'm glad you're getting put back together. I'm sorry it's slowly. Um, from Cade, uh, I'd like to thank you for making... Oh, it's for me. <laughs> like, thank you for making such a touching show, which has revealed so much about the people who entertain and inform us. Cade, I want to thank you for writing in and for listening. Uh, oh, he says, P.S. is only 10% sucking up to you. All right. Well, that works. Um, let's see. Uh, right here, um, Riddle Design says, I'd like to thank the inventor of beer. Good sir or madam who invented beer, whoever you are, we salute you. Yeah, yeah beer, beer, beer good. Um, Josh says, I'm thankful uh, for this podcast along with podcasts by friends of the show. Brings me joy to listen as I working as a courier. Yeah, I used to have a job where I worked out of a car a lot. Podcasts were um, my bread and butter, and I still have a long commute. And uh, podcasts make life better for all of us. Thank you guys so much for listening to my silly show, watching it. Um, it really means a lot. Uh, uh, Church of the Fawn says, oh, thanks to you for putting on such a great and uplifting show. Guys, supposed to be on other people. Um Let's see. Um, oh, here we go. Cassia says, I'd honestly like to thank the good men and women fighting the good fight every day so we can enjoy our holidays. Thank you, Cassius. Um, uh, Flamer says, uh, can you thank Ken Kutaragi for the PlayStation? Many of us are thankful for the man uh, slash genius. Um, I don't know Mr. Kutaragi personally, but uh, hopefully he'll read that and know that you're appreciative. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. Roger says, uh, thanks to my two-year-old son for giving me something to smile about when he wakes up or when he wakes me up, uh, with a cuddle in the morning. Oh, that's, that's great, Roger. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the only Mephisto for saying, who says my parents for continuing to make days like that. Wonderful. Aw. Uh, and you sir, for ring light to our cloudy days. Thank you. It's very sweet of you. Um, uh, from Campbell, uh, my girlfriend for giving me the support I need. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Campbell's girlfriend, uh, support gets us through life. We need each other. 
For Jeremy, I'd like to thank my supervisor, Melissa Robbins, for being so sweet and accommodating with my mother having breast cancer. Yeah, that's being flexible and kind to people in situations like that. It, you don't know what you can do sometimes for somebody that's looking at a life-threatening disease. Um, and I don't want to be preachy, but one of the things you can do is be human, be accommodating, be beyond accommodating, be, be exceptional when you have the chance. Sounds like Melissa's doing that and it's making a difference in somebody's life. Jamie says, I'd like, I'd like to thank you for creating such a wonderful show that entertains, brightens, and saddens me every week. Thank you, Jamie. David, I want to thank my newfound friend and co-worker, Allie, who has truly, truly been there for the last few complicated months. Oh, all right. Uh, and finally, Ramses wants to thank his mama. So, yep. And uh, yeah, I'm thankful for my mama too, Ramses. And finally, um, for this part, uh, we've got, uh, so some folks have sent in a few new, uh, instant noodles questions. I'm going to incorporate some of these into the quiz, uh, coming up. We're going to change, you know, the show's going to be reformatted and eh, we're still a few episodes out from it. I'm learning a lot about doing this. You know, here I am, you see my, uh, obviously my, my highly professional Thanksgiving set here in the tiny corner of my apartment. Uh, I, I have no idea how to run a show. I have no idea what I'm doing, but we are going to try, uh, changing some things up, reformatting, revising, hopefully making things uh, better for you. Uh, and uh, one of the things I want to do is change some of the ways I get. Don't worry, we're not, we're not going to screw stuff up. Um, but yeah, we're probably going to fool around with instant noodles in the formula a little bit. And so I thought it'd be fun both to read these questions and because people are always asking me, hey, what's your answer to some of these? And then I am going to do an episode where somebody enters, interviews me. That is going to happen. That's coming. Um, I've got some pretty definitive plans for that and when I want to do it. It's going to be a while. But yeah, I'll answer these. Um, so the first one from Evans Alexandre. Uh, if you could have one superpower or ability, what would it be? Um, for me, that one's easy and it's a cheat power. Uh, it's really powerful, but if you're going to be a superhero, why not do it right? I want control over space time, um, which I would use in so many different ways. You know, I would use that to create a field around myself so that I never aged unless I wanted to or could even reverse time to grow younger and healthier and do that to other people as well uh, to reverse wounds, injury, perhaps even death in some situations. Uh, use it to create little pocket dimensions where time passed in different ways. I could just go take a nap when I needed to or somebody I knew needed a break, help them out that way and give them a little space, manipulate time in not in a uh, grossly abusive ways, but I have no doubt that I would use control of time to do what I thought would make the world a better place. If I had power like that, I would probably use it. Control over space would allow me to fold dimensions, travel, visit different places uh, very quickly. It's a teleportation type ability. Um, there'd be all kinds of practical, beneficial uh, applications of it. So yeah, space-time control. Uh, it's not a very good uh, comic book power because it would make comics, well, probably pretty boring uh but it's a power i want so that's my answer uh and then from henrik mortensen uh he has a few it's the noodles questions as well uh the beatles or the rolling stones okay so i mean seriously it's like choosing between pizza and lasagna uh but i'm going for the beatles um as much as i love the stones uh i think that well i i mean i grew up saturated in the Beatles and uh, people talk about 
I, I, I hear people sometimes talking about, you know, there being an overemphasis on that. No, really, they're just that good. They were just that good. They were just that influential. They did things in music that changed everything, and they did that over and over and over again, and they kept doing that when they didn't have to anymore just because they wanted to try to make new things, and almost everything they ever attempted was spectacularly successful and left a tremendous legacy. You know, it's, it's, it seems almost like myth, but the Beatles were mythically good, so that's where I'm going with that. Uh, when is the time you have laughed the hardest? Um, I've been thinking about this one a lot, and I, I, the last time I remember laughing really, really hard, I was playing the Stanley Parable, and I got to a, a an Easter egg in the game that I don't want to spoil, that tickled me so much uh, that I fell off the couch laughing. That's probably not the hardest I've laughed in my entire life. But that's the hardest I've laughed in a few years. Um, I also laughed pretty hard when I found out my friend Marty Sleva didn't know how old he was, uh, that he had been miscalculating his age by two years for probably a decade. Uh, that was really adorable to learn. Uh, what is the most beautiful language? I'm not a linguist, um, so I'm going to go with my limited experience here. Um, I love to listen to people speak Arabic. Uh, I know practically none of the language, but I really love hearing people speak Arabic. I love the, the music of it. Uh, I like to read, um, even though I barely understand any of it. I like to try reading medieval Italian. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but uh, I love Dante. And even though I can't really read medieval Italian, sometimes I'll sit and try to read it anyway for that. Um, I like to write in English because it's the only language I really know well, but also because it's so diverse. It's English is a good language, even though it's crazy because it enables you to say so much in so many different ways with so, with such a, a extraordinary uh, variety of nuance. Um, and finally, I really love Japanese, even though I don't speak it well um, because Japanese has this tremendous ambiguity about it. It also sounds very pleasant to the ears. It's a language that certainly belongs to the land and the people that, that speak it in a, in a very distinctive way. Um, so, yeah, those are my answers for that. So thank you so much for uh, watching this segment, guys. So I want to finish out here with a question I asked just a few folks. Uh, hey, uh, Pockets Full of Soup wants to know, what's your favorite Thanksgiving holiday memory? Here's some of the responses that we got. Ben says, when I was a kid, my dad would always take me to the parade. But one year, it was too cold. So he got me WWF No Mercy instead. That's a good Thanksgiving. Uh, from Santa Steve, watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade with my Grammy when she was still here. That's Thanks, Santa Steve. Uh, from Noble Fuzzy Panda, booting up my uncle's Xbox and playing Crazy Taxi for the first time. Not even dinner could stop me from thinking about it. Well, I mean, Thanksgiving with the offspring and a Crazy Taxi. How can you possibly go wrong? from Susan Arndt. Oh, hello, Susan. Um, we always ate really early, like lunchtime. So the turkey was already cooking when I got up and the house smelled amazing. My memories are similar. We were also early Thanksgiving eaters. And so that the house just smelled so delightful. All oh, now I'm hungry again. Uh, from Thanksgiving Taylor, uh, throwing up while watching the Green Bay Packers play football. 
illness not related to the Green Bay Packers. All right, there we go. There's a favorite Thanksgiving memory. Uh, Logan says mashed potatoes, uh, like taking a bite out of a cloud from heaven. Yeah, good mashed potatoes are pretty wonderful. Uh, from Pedro, probably the first time I was invited to a Thanksgiving dinner with the people I consider my best friends. From Muhammad, getting my first job at Macy's in Thanksgiving of 2013. It was so hectic during Black Friday. Wow, that's your favorite Thanksgiving memory. You're a nicer guy than I am. Uh, from Harold, revealing my daughter's gender to raucous applause. I guess it was, it's a girl. That's fantastic. Uh, so, uh, Noda Kid says, uh, eggnog and peppermint schnapps. Not many memories after that. Uh, that's kind of funny. Dan Plummer says, playing football in the mornings. Aaron uh, Gertler says, once as a kid, we went to New York City and watched the parade from our hotel. At that age, it was pretty awesome. I love the Macy's Day Parade. I've got a couple of uh, Thanksgiving memories that really stick with me. I remember playing football in the backyard with friends after Thanksgiving dinner. I, I was in North Carolina, and one of my friends tripped and fell and immediately began screaming and, like, backpedaling across the, uh, across the lawn because he tripped on a copperhead. Uh, a, a poisonous snake, uh, and uh, there it was coiled up and hissing, and it almost bit him. He actually tripped and, and dropped the football uh, on that, uh, and the snake coiled up there. My dad came outside with a uh, shotgun and sent it to um, uh, poisonous snake heaven. Uh, also, both barrels of the shotgun went off that day, and my father uh, had a bruise on his shoulder four weeks after that. So that's a uh, Thanksgiving memory that sticks with me. Uh, another Thanksgiving memory that's extremely poignant in my mind uh, was from my wife's accident a couple of years ago. Uh, my wife was transferred from uh, San Francisco General Hospital to a skilled nursing facility uh, on uh, the evening before Thanksgiving. And that next day, um, there she was for the uh, first day of what was going to be a long convalescence, rehabilitation, and recovery in that place. And her mother and her father and I um, prepared a Thanksgiving dinner at, at home that day, that morning, and brought it over to the nursing home. And my wife, who had barely any appetite at that point, but had insisted that uh, Thanksgiving was something she was going to have since the family was here anyway, uh, we crowded around that bed with uh, with her and the, the brace and both her legs and her arm wrapped up and just rejoicing that the surgery had been successful and that she was going to live and that she had a long road many 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 months away from even beginning to learn to walk again sitting in that room eating turkey and mashed potatoes and not even trying to pretend it was all normal but just trying to understand what was different some of you friends have been with me since that time. A lot of you reached out to me and, and uh, helped my family. And since that time, you've continued to help through things like the show, uh, whether, you know, people who have written to me encouraging letters, people who have helped out on Patreon, people who have subscribed, all the rest, everybody who's here right now that, that was around for that when that first began. <sighs> to the people that kind of funny uh, in that community, the comedy button in that community, or to Greg and Colin, to, to Tim, Nick, Kevin, Max, Brian, Marty, just so many others. Um, Ryan McCaffrey, Steve, Sam, Tal. 
Bobby, so many other people, Kalila, I, Megan, it goes on and on. I, I'll run out of names here. I, I, I know I should say them all. Thank you for that because you've made that memory from something horrible into something wonderful. Here it is two years later. Life ain't perfect. Health ain't perfect. Some things are always going to be different because of what happened. But it's a life worth living. It's become something good. And I guess that's my favorite Thanksgiving memory. So, bless y'all for that. Thank you. From the absolute bottom of my heart. Thank you for supporting our show. Until uh, next time, until next bit, uh, Plates the Dinosaur here and I. Plato the Dinosaur. I think we decided on Plato. Yeah, this is Plato the Stegosaurus. Uh, and uh, my friend, uh, the turkey bird here, uh, wish you and your family, friends, uh, the best possible Thanksgiving. Today, I'm thankful for you.